Hi everyone, Mario Zelenas here. It's such a joy to be able to bring this announcement to you that on the 23rd of December, we are going to be receiving a one-time donation for Origin Gate and in particular for Wisdom's Echo. So we can be a blessing to everyone who contributes content to Wisdom's Echo on a daily basis and so we can continue to further and to advance the kingdom of Yahweh through the efforts of Origin Gate and Wisdom's Echo. I want to encourage each and every one of you who listen to us daily, now in over 100 nations, more than 170,000 people, I want to encourage every single one of you to please consider doing something. It doesn't have to be everything, but it can be something. And if we each do our part, all of us who participate and all of us who receive these things that go forth from Wisdom's Echo, we will make a difference. Thank you for considering it and thank you for the honor that you've always shown us and continue to demonstrate toward everyone who is a part of this. May Yahweh richly bless you and your household and your generations and your nations. Shalom. Hello, hello. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, a daily podcast by Origin Gate. I am Elijah Ward, And I have the incredible honor of sharing an insight, a revelation, an inspiration. More today like a meditation. Um, And you know, I wanted to to share about some things that I've been very thoughtful about today. Um, Today I've been meditating on some scripture that really speaks to the magnitude of Yahweh. Um, scripture like uh, like when David begins to proclaim and say things like his love endures forever um, and to say things about how he is the maker of heaven and earth the sea and everything in them and that he would remain faithful forever um, I, you know thinking on things like um, Isaiah the prophet Isaiah saying things like your thoughts are, are higher than my thoughts your ways are higher than my ways and um, your understanding is unsearchable. And even when Job would say something like, uh, would go into great detail about the ways and the secrets and the mystery of Yahweh and who he is and how he functions. And then to say something like, but these are, even this is just the outskirts of his ways and how small a whisper do we hear of him. And, you know, and as I meditate on these things, I'm just overtaken and reminded and and just kind of... um really moved by the magnitude of of Yahweh and all that he is. And you know, there are times when we need to to step out of our cognitive routine, the way we routinely think about who we are, who he is, and how we walk out our daily engagement of this communal relationship. To really step out of that and and see the big picture again, to recalibrate our, our mental faculties and and recenter ourselves within the eternal source in order to free ourselves from limitations um, that mask themselves as, you know, busyness. And when I say busyness, I don't mean business like the, the you know, the function of, <laughs> of commerce. I'm talking about busyness, to be so busy about things that you get lost in the details and you get consumed by the minutia, the things that are um, that feel so important because they're so urgent, but they don't really um, give you the fullness of the big picture. They keep you kind of stuck on the little 
you know, details of things. Not that the little things aren't important, but sometimes if they become the only thing, then you lose your vision. You lose your ability to navigate into the big picture. And for me, that can, um, that kind of recalibration can, can always be best, you know, done by re-engaging just the sheer magnitude of God. He is big. And he's not only big, he's also very, very small. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, is you know, that he's so big and he's, he's so, um, just so sovereign and he sits so high that he can see one end of the cosmos from the other. And, and he's fully aware, uh, fully aware of all of the, um, uh, galactic activity and all of the inter-universal activity, and he's so aware of every star and every galaxy, and and, and um, he's he's even knowledgeable and and contains every secret within himself of everything that hides itself and conceals itself within the uh, what we call as humans dark matter and dark energy. None of these things are a surprise to him. He sees everything on a universal scale but he's also so small that he would be aware of and he would be um he would care about quantum activity he would care and he would mathematically measure the movement of particles and the way they interact and the behavior within the quantum field and and he's just so uh you know he's so aware of every single detail he knows every hair on our head he just knows so much. He exists at the beginning and in every moment prior, but simultaneously, somehow, he exists fully seated at the grand culmination of the ages, at the very finish of everything. He sits currently established at the very beginning of everything. He sits currently established. It's even a mystery to say that. It's, it feels, I feel the mystery when I just speak that out. And, and, you know, scripture says also that he is the one who, um, whose throne is so high that, and, and so powerful and so filled with otherworldly essence that earth and sky would flee from its presence. I mean, the magnitude of God, when you sit back and you really begin reminding yourself of the magnitude of all that he is, um, it really begins to change the way you think. And, you know, he, think about how everything began. You know, he's the one, Yahweh is the one whose desire was so powerful in the beginning. And when I say in the beginning, I'm really talking about prior to the event of the establishment of creation but that moment prior to the words being spoken the song being sung he's the one who had so much desire his dream was so uncontainable he was so inspired by a vision of what he began to see as the establishment of a family that it moved him to sing a song that was so powerful this matter-mobilizing orchestra, if you will, it was so powerful and so coordinated and so mathematically weighed and measured that it collapsed our universe into existence. I mean, this is the God who sees the end from the beginning. This is the God who breaks laws of physical matter and bends natural reality so un un unthinkable. 
just to encounter the ones that he created, to, to walk in established relationship with the ones that he instituted. And it's just so far-reaching to me, but also so accessible, that he would see the end from the beginning, but care also at the same time about my day, and care also about my thoughts, that he would understand what's taking place right now on the other side of the universe, but also be so aware of the conversation I'm having with my wife or my daughter, that he would care, that he would be moved by that. And, and he's just so far beyond human understanding, but at the same exact moment, he's also so willing to make a way for us to see and engage with him. He is Yahweh, and he is Father And he is a God who cares and a God who trusts us (laughs) to be with him where he is. This is just, this is such a holy recalibration. When you move yourself out of all the small little details that keep your mind so busy throughout the day, because we all have that. I'm very, you know, busy if you want to use that word. But I have a lot of things that Yahweh has entrusted me to be faithful with. And in carrying out those things, your mind can become preoccupied. But you just have to step out of that. Step away from the noise, away from those things, those voices that continue to call out things that you forgot to do. That's, a, that's always a big thing. But then re, allow yourself to be recalibrated by just meditating on some of these truths that are unchanging. They are immutable. They never are removed from the content of his character and his attributes. That's, these are things about him that will not change. And when you think on these things, think on these, these things that carry so much weight that they are solid ground for us to cling to and build our life upon, it really begins to remind us of how good he is and how faithful he is. And it begins to fan that flame of desire in us to know him more and to seek him more. But, you know, what all of this has been leading me to today as I meditate on these scriptures, um, uh, you know, scriptures that, that just speak to how much he cares. You know, like when Jeremiah said uh, at the beginning of the book, it says, um, Yahweh says, before I even formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born even. I consecrated you and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I mean, this is, this is stuff that, that makes him so close when in many, um, in, in a lot of ways he might feel so far from somebody who, 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 who understands him from a distance. But he, he really has made himself so accessible and so close. But it requires us to really recalibrate our mind to understand at the same moment how big he is, we have to also understand how close he is and how one he is with us and how in Christ he has made himself available as a father and not just a judge and not just a cosmic force of sovereign power that um that is waiting for the opportunity to cast judgment on the earth but he's a he's a father that has mercy um but you know as i as i meditate on this here's here's what i'm getting at is is that when you understand and you undergo this holy recalibration of your mind and you really wrap your head around or at least begin 
to wrap your head and your heart and your spirit man around the revelation of how big he is, it moves us to ask a question. How do we access him? How do we engage him? And you know, I don't think we can move forward into a productive pursuit of his majesty until we first rightfully understand a most foundational truth. And it's that before we ever chose to seek him, he chose to pursue us. Before we could ever begin our pursuit and begin our process and our walk, our lifelong journey of seeking, before any of that ever began, he first pursued us. And that is a revelation that brings you not to a place of toil, not to a place of religious fortitude where you feel like you have taken actions that earned your way into um, whatever it is you're operating in. But this brings us to a place of rest where we realize that what we've inherited is a gift that was given to us that is a price too high for us to pay and it didn't cost us a thing. And that is such a beautiful revelation of rest. And you know, it, it, it reminds me of, a, um, of, of a, something I was um, kind of writing about in the last week about marriage, about how, um, you know, I tend to, when I look at my wife and I think about our marriage and I think about the fact that, I, you know, that we pursue each other, it really shows me this beautiful image and it recalibrates this. It, it, again, it puts me under this holy recalibration of the way I think about Yahweh, about me pursuing him, about him pursuing me. Um, and you know, it. the truth is that the event of Christ's occurrence on the timeline of human history is not a story of God's cosmic obligation to indemnify mankind what it is is a narrative of his divine love that is so far-reaching and so unending that it inspired god to actually show up in the flesh as a man and pursue the hearts of the very people he created and this, I believe, is the ever-present mystery embedded in, in the framework of this relationship that we have with Yahweh, that he would pursue us. That is a mystery. That it's, it's, it's not a mystery for us to pursue him. Because you think about what, like what we just went through. You read the scripture. You, read, you really talk yourself through the magnitude of God, the fact that he exists at the beginning, but he also sits fully established at the finish. That, that his desire was so powerful that when he spoke with intent, it collapsed a universe into existence. And that earth and sky would flee from his presence. And that he would sit so brilliantly clothed in glorious light that scripture would call it a light that is unapproachable. The, it's no mystery that we would seek him out. It is no mystery that we would pursue him. It, it, is, it is a very natural response for somebody like me to give myself to fully pursuing somebody like him because he is so worthy of that. But the mystery, the mystery embedded in this framework that we need to really recalibrate our minds to understand this mystery and engage this mystery is that he would pursue us. This is that mystery. That, that he would be moved by us, moved to an affection so deep 
that his joy to live and exist pursuing us through the life and ministry and communion of Christ would overtake even his 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 desire to survive that he would lay himself down and surrender a human instinct as primal and as 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 necessary to us as the desire to survive that he would even give that up to put on display the narrative and the love story that has moved so many hearts to surrender to him and it's that story of of him saying that that you are so beautiful to me my creation my son my family that i would stop at nothing to pursue you even death and i just think that this this holy recalibration must take place in our minds in order to transform our hearts and a transformed heart would move us to operate more freely in the spirit and operating more freely in the spirit would move us to really being firmly seated and um and fully matured for the very purpose that he wrote into our skull our scroll when he created us this is a necessary and holy recalibration that Yahweh has been taking me through to really change the way that I think, to step out of that routine of daily activity, to step out of the mental um, just madness of the everyday living if you allow yourself to be surrendered and submitted to the busyness of everything. He's calling us to be raptured by Him in each day and in every moment so that we can not only exist as a great student of an earthen record that points us to a future possibility of being with him, but that we, we would be fully seated in union with him right now and understand that the greatest mystery of his pursuit of us is the truth that moves us to daily surrender and daily pursue him um, in return. So this is the the insight, the revelation or meditation that I um, have just felt so led to share with you today. I pray that this would move you to seek as you understand that he has been moved to pursue you first. So I bless you with this and I declare grace immeasurable and transcendent peace to you from my home and from my mountain. Shalom.